Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Friday Follow Up here on the Cashflow Chronicles. I am your host, Johnny Katani, and what a week it has been. By the time you're listening to this, I will be in sunny Orlando, Florida at PodFest. If you've been listening, last week I was in Louisville. I've got a uh, I've got a review of the conference, Raise Fest, and then also a review of Louisville. Uh, again, uh, that pronunciation is Louisville. You got to say it like you're from there. They're very particular about how you say it, uh, like I said last week. But it's been busy, right? Uh, have basically two and a half days turnaround time at home, got some, some work done, and we are off to Orlando. Uh, very, very excited, honestly, because this will be more or less my first non-real estate conference uh, since starting uh, CCG. Now, I've been to some other smaller ones, but they were so small and intimate that there was not a focus around networking. Whereas this conference, there's been, at least from what I understand from the schedule and the agenda, and everything that I've received, there's a huge, huge focus on networking, which is really why I go to these. Like I said last week, the content is good. Don't get me wrong. And again, I'll kind of get to raise fast. But my primary focus when I go to these events and like other people is networking. And you can tell who's there to network and who's there for the content based on who's out in the hall during the the sessions. Uh, as time goes on, you start to see more and more people out in the hall, uh, networking and meeting new people. And again, it's not to take away from the speakers. Uh, again, some of the speakers at Race Fest, I mean, the room was packed, right? Uh, we had Jesse Itzler speak. In fact, I got to see him twice, once for everyone, and then once in a private Raise Master's Room, which was absolutely incredible, uh, which I will get to. But very excited for this because it's my first non-real estate conference with an emphasis on networking. So it'll be my first attempt at speaking with more people my age. Not to say that there will be other, there won't be other demographics, but when speaking with millennials, it'll be my first attempt at seeing if my message and uh, the content that I've been coming up with speaks to them or if I need to go back to the drawing board. So very, very excited for that. And of course, next week I will have a full review and recap of PodFest. But without further ado, we get to Raise Fest. So if you listened last week, you know that I was in good old Louisville, Kentucky for Raise Fest, first ever Raise Fest. Got the inside scoop on why it was in Louisville. Uh, it was there because they basically packed the, uh There's actually a really nice hotel in Louisville, the Omni Hotel. It was very, very nice. But they were having a hard time finding a city that could hold as many people. That was 
also made economic sense. And there are still events that have been pushed back, been pushed so far back because of COVID that it's actually not as easy as you would think to find a city to host. So that's left by process of elimination, Louisville, Kentucky, which if you've never been, here's what I'll say. Don't go in January. In fact, don't go in the wintertime. The city itself is incredible. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. The city itself is historic and it's cool. Uh, there are a lot of awesome things to see. For instance, one night we went to Churchill Downs. There's a steakhouse in Churchill Downs and very, very nice. You go to the top. It's on the upper deck. It's basically right on the finish line on the upper deck. So we got to walk out on the balcony. I mean, look into Churchill Downs. That was nighttime. It wasn't all lit up. We got to take some incredible pictures. I mean, listen, even if you're not into horse racing now, for those who don't know, Churchill Downs is where the Kentucky Derby is held. And if you are not a horse racing fan, it doesn't matter because Churchill Downs is historic and transcends transcends horse racing, right? I mean, I, I think... We're all familiar when we say that's where the Kentucky Derby is. We've at least heard of the Kentucky Derby. Maybe you've watched it, watched snippets of it. And, you know, it's part of the famous Triple Crown and horse racing. And so the steakhouse, Matt Wynn Steakhouse, is right there on the upper deck. And so that was incredible. Got to go with some amazing people. Had some incredible conversation, which was my first real in-depth, not very intelligent, but non-real estate related. So shout out to my boy Hollis, who invited me like last minute. Literally, I'm talking to someone and he's like walking by. It's like 6.30 p.m. I was like, Hollis, do you have dinner plans? He's like, yeah, dude, we're going to Churchill Downs. There's a restaurant there. Do you want to go? And I was just like, heck Yeah. So jumped on to that, uh, which is another thing to say, be a yes person, right? Be open to just spontaneous plans because it led, like I said, to some incredible connections, incredible conversation, delicious food. I had a Wagyu braised short rib over a black truffle risotto that was, I mean, chef's kiss. It was absolutely incredible. The steak, the meat in Louisville is, I mean, the first night I had a filet, and I'm not even a big filet person, but it was a, it was basically a surf and turf. It was a filet with lobster, which if you know me, I love lobster. I mean, absolutely love lobster. I cook with it constantly. If it's on a menu and I know it's good quality, it's going in my belly. So the meat there is incredible, especially the beef, of course. It's Kentucky, right? Pretty much all farm to table, locally sourced. Absolutely incredible. The I went out one night, the last night, just to a small dive bar, but it was packed and seemed like a very lively scene. Now, I don't think I've discussed this, so this is the first most of you are hearing this 
unless we've chatted in person, but I'm going 60 days, no alcohol. So here we are almost through basically by the time you hear this, January will be coming to a close. So basically 30 days in, I feel incredible. It's been incredible. I'm sleeping, which I'm sleeping so well, have a lot of energy, sometimes too much energy. And it's really hard to see going back to drinking as frequent as I was drinking before. Not to say that I won't still be socially drinking, but like I said, the energy and just how much is getting done. I'm getting so much done on a daily basis. It's absolutely incredible. Focus is there. It's it's doing nothing but good things. Now, do I miss it? Sure. Uh, I've been to a couple, like went to a birthday house party. That was kind of challenging, but I'll do a review. That's what I'll do. I'll save it after the 60 days and I'll do like a full episode on that. But I want to get to Race Fest in my review of Race Fest. Now, Race Fest is my mentor, Hunter Thompson's capital raising conference, primarily focused around capital raising. But of course, operators go there. People who do are doing all kinds of real estate go because the thing about capital raising and even people outside of, of real estate, capital raising is translates into every industry, right? All venture capital is, is, is essentially an institution for investing in startups, which is capital raising startups do it. Uh, oil and gas does it. Any kind of syndication does it. They do it for movies. The movies do it, uh, especially independent films, right? So there's all kinds of use cases for capital raising, but this is primarily focused on raising capital for real estate. So it was absolutely incredible. Again, my primary focus is the networking, but on day two, they had, so if you've been following along, you're, you know, I'm part of Hunter's mastermind called raise masters last October, he announced a new one. That's an even upper echelon called capital collective. And he's got coaches in there that are exclusive to capital collective. You can only get access to them by being a capital collective member. Two of them are marketing wizards. I dare say marketing geniuses, Sarah and NJ they're absolute angels of human beings, first of all. And I got to pick their brain on separate occasions respectively and just got absolute nuggets. So extremely grateful. Shout out to them. They're amazing. But they gave a talk the first day on, you know, things like using chat GPT, which we've all heard of and just little nuanced things to things like SEO and marketing and, you know, email headlines for your email list, right. And email automations that was just so beautiful and I'm so grateful. And then the amazing Janae Rose, if you have not heard of her, she's a social media wizard who has now created a multiple seven figure business with literally just Instagram and, and more recently TikTok, but got started on Instagram and now coaches people how to do it. 
and only has about 150,000 total followers between Instagram and TikTok. That might sound like a lot, but relative to people who have millions of followers, that's not that much. And to do seven figures from a six-figure following, which if you know anything about social media metrics, your engagement is usually somewhere like like a six to eight percent engagement is like big, you know? So our primary focus is how to get like 10, 12% engagement or even higher, like 30% engagement with hundreds or maybe a thousand followers. So incredible information. Those are the two big ones. And then most of you should, most of you probably know who Jesse Itzler is. He's friends with David Goggins, has written many books, started a company called Marquee Jets, is married to the founder inventor of Spanx, which is the women's undergarment line, uh, which just sold for a few billion dollars and just gave absolute nuggets on, on just life, on how to approach life very much on the balance of being an entrepreneur, on being an entrepreneur and having balance, which is so huge. So many entrepreneurs and so long, the entrepreneur goal has been grind, 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 got to grind it out. It's all about the grind, grind first, grind first. And that's not to say that there's not something to that, but it's already a grind being an entrepreneur, right? You, in the beginning, you don't know when income is going to come. It all relies on you. You're wearing multiple hats. Just by nature, being an entrepreneur is a grind. And it's not to say that I haven't had my 12-hour days, my late nights, because I certainly have, but I still go and do stuff, go on trips and go on adventures and do things and get away from work. You know, my big thing is music. I love music, love going to concerts, especially out of state, especially to awesome venues, go to a ton of Red Rock shows, and he basically just reinforced that how important that is to be present and to not get so caught up that you miss out on moments in life because we all can, and it happens to the best of us, even if you're not an entrepreneur, right? So many people are so career focused and, and I, and I applaud that. And it should be because it, it's, it's important right and and we all have goals and sorry i was just uh doing some research so uh sarah sarah blakely is her name founder of spanx uh oh she sold the controlling let's see so uh she sold it for 750 million casually so nothing too crazy it's a casual 750 million um anyway 21 years she was founded it wow what an incredible portfolio she has. She has a small stake in the Atlanta Hawks, the NBA team, and nearly $40 million worth of real estate. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not invest in real estate, this is why the wealthy stay wealthy and will continue to be wealthy. Okay. So sorry, little sidebar there, but I just wanted to get my facts straight. So uh, she sold 49% of it for $750 million. Nothing crazy. Anyway, she's married to Jesse Itzler. They have a family. He talked about all of that and it was absolutely incredible. I was quite literally in tears at the end um, because he talked about his father and 
their relationship and I'm related very hard because my father and I had a big falling out and are now growing closer than ever. And it's absolutely incredible. And it, it completely brought me to tears. And it's really about you guys don't, don't trade life moments to, to grind. Okay. I'm not saying you shouldn't grind. I'm just saying it's so, so important to have life experiences because you don't want to look back and all you did was grind and you still have nothing to show because it's lonely here, you guys. And making money, the more money you make, the lonelier it's going to get. And not to say you're all alone. I'm just saying, like, you're not going to have a big, huge circle of close friends, right? And so when those moments come, take them. Be spontaneous. Say yes to a dinner at Churchill Downs, which ends up creating an core memory of conversation which none of those people will forget and i'm so so grateful for race fest was incredible and on top of that some huge things are coming you guys huge things i told you about my goal to acquire 100 units in utah this year i talked about it a couple episodes ago the universe has potentially aligned something so spectacular that that is not just a stretch goal. It's most likely going to happen. I don't want to jinx it and I don't want to get ahead of myself and I don't want to speak too soon, but hint, hint, big things coming. And I am hyped, you guys hyped. So more on that as they come. But of course, again, to come full circle, the networking was absolutely incredible. Got to meet so many people that I've talked to on zoom constantly especially raise masters members that i've connected with helped out whether they help me i help them getting to meet them in person again shout out to my boy hollis absolutely incredible and and if if networking is not your strong suit that's okay but what i would do it's so cliche but your network is your net worth I would absolutely make a focus this year for 2023 to get better. And the way to get over that fear is to just put yourself in those situations, go to networking events, in-person events, go to in-person events, meet people, start learning how to do it. You don't have to, the, the thing about networking is you don't have to be constantly networking everywhere you go. It's possible to go to dinner with your spouse, significant other friends and, and just be present with them and, you know, not having to meet people or, you know, even if you're out in a little bit more public setting, you don't always have to be networking. Right. But when you go to an event, make it a focus to network and, and meet people, because I promise you, you will uncover things and meet like-minded people and find people who your goals align with. And, the more you do it and the more you you put the intention behind it, the better it's going to be, right? You're going to get out what you put in. And if, and if you really focus on it, all it takes is one meaningful relationship. You don't need to go meet 10 people. You just need to meet one person. Now, you're going to have to talk to a lot of people, but it doesn't have to be meaningful. Not every single one has to be meaningful and you keep in touch with every single person you meet. And also you don't need to do it all the time. So by, you know, exerting the energy only when it's necessary and, you know, being a good listener and sharing your story with people, 
you're going to resonate with someone and you're going to find that meaningful relationship and it's going to be so, so powerful. So that's what I would leave you with. Set that as a goal this year if it's not one already. And I promise good things will come from it. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can continue to follow along as more better quality content comes along on social media. All YouTube, sorry. Well, yes, I am on YouTube. You can watch these on YouTube. But my main focus is right now, more YouTube stuff coming, but my main focus is right now are Instagram and TikTok. You can follow me at Johnny Katani. You can find me anywhere at Johnny Katani. I think you can just Google Johnny Katani at this point. Yep. You can, you can just Google Johnny Katani and the first, literally everything is me. <laughs> Let's go page one, Google. That's huge. 109,000 results. This is a tangent, but I've got to see what happens. Okay. Just continues. Oh, and then it turns into my family. That's cool. Is there only one page? Oh, there's only one page. All 109,000 results on one page. Holy cow. All connected to me though. <laughs> but you guys, literally the, the first thing is my LinkedIn and the second thing is my Instagram. And that's Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, no H. J-O-N-N-Y-C-A-T-T-A-N-I spelled just like the sign behind me here. Sorry, Zoom is uh, mirrored. Um, so it's a mirror of a mirror. So I just pointed the wrong direction at first. But anyway, if you're not watching, that means nothing to you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. You're awesome. Have a fun, safe weekend. Do good things. Be safe. And I will talk to you next week with a review of PodFest in Orlando, which, oh, fun fact, my podcast coach, Kevin, is speaking on a panel and I will get to meet him live in person for the first time, which will also be awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. See ya. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to KataniCapitalGroup.com to learn more.